Chapter Four of But Thy Love and Thy Grace by Francis J. Finn, S.J. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Chapter Four. The bazaar had come to an end, but all was not finished. Among other things, the raffle of the diamond ring was postponed. Some of the books containing chances had not been returned in time, and moreover, there was a demand on the part of a great many for more chances. So for three weeks after the closing of the bazaar, the books went round merrily. After the burial of Rose, poor Regina was utterly disconsolate. Many and many a time did her heart grow rebellious against the will of God. She found it almost impossible to pray. She muttered the words with her lips, but her heart was turned to Rose, and crying out for her to come back. Oftentimes despondency so seized her soul that she was frightened at herself. Then, in bitterness of heart, she would repeat over and over, Give me but thy love and thy grace, but thy love and thy grace. Poor child, she was alone in the world. The girls with whom she worked were very gentle and attentive. He, too, rose somewhat to the occasion, and her love went out to him with his former freshness. She could not forget that his poem had brightened the last moments of gentle rose. The verses had put him in a new and wondrous light. Surely, the man who could write such sentiment and meter must be noble of mind and of heart. Tom was a great service to her in those first days of sorrow. Not the real Tom, but the Tom whom she saw under the light that was not his. Sometimes, and in God's sweet providence, it is good to live in a fool's paradise. As a matter of fact, Tom was below Regina in every way. He was coarse, selfish, and weak. His love for Regina was the most elevating thing in his poor, sordid life. Whenever he left her presence, he departed, vowing to do better. The spirit, indeed, was willing. One week before the holding of the raffle, Miss Margaret Dalton called to see Regina. Well, Regina, she continued, after the first words of greeting, what are you going to do with yourself? I go to my work, Miss Dalton, but that doesn't take me from my thoughts. And then at night... When I'm alone, I sit here and think and remember. I'm afraid, my dear, that you are unhappy. Yes, miss. Call me Margaret, please. Thank you. Yes, Margaret, I do feel so wretched. All the pleasure has gone out of my life. She paused, then added, Almost, for she was thinking of her ingratitude to her glorified Tom. But you must try to go on cheerfully, Regina. It is not the will of God, I think, that we should give ourselves up to the melancholy luxury of grief. We are on earth to serve him and to work. If you were to throw yourself into some interest or other, and give your time to it, I am sure that your sister Rose would be pleased, and you would not feel the pain of her loss so sensibly. Yes, Miss Dalton, yes, Margaret, but I can't do anything. At night I feel worn out, and, worst of all, I can't sleep. And then, while I lay awake, I see her face coming and going, coming and going, shining out from the blackness of the room. And, oh, I wish, I wish over and over that I was dead and with Rose again. It's all a matter of a few years, my dear, said Margaret, softly, as she clasped the wretched girl's hands in her own. Be patient and wait. God is counting every moment, and each seed of sorrow so in each moment will blossom elsewhere into a flower of joy. Ah, yes, ma'am, yes, Margaret, but
but then my heart gets so rebellious at times and i feel impatient with god it scares me oh he'll not reward me for the way i've been acting i think he will my dear for one moment of impatience in the hour there are a thousand moments of resignation to god's will and god will forget those moments of impatience oh so easily but he will never forget all the other moments of resignation do you think so miss i certainly do god's ways are not our ways in my own case i find that sometimes i forget a thousand and one acts of kindness and courtesy shown me by a friend on account of one rude word or some slight oversight it makes me ashamed to think of it when i remember how easily god forgives and forgets thank you so much for what you've said miss dalton it's just lovely and i think i will be braver after this oh miss dalton tell me what to do the words in which this question was couched recalled to the mind of the prefect a touching hymn to our lady of good counsel sung on occasions by the sodality choir suppose regina you join our sodality our blessed mother who is the consoler of the afflicted will surely assist you in a special way if you put yourself under her standard in a special way oh i should so like to but i was afraid to ask do you think i'm good enough indeed i do but then i'm poor and there are so many fine ladies in your sodality do you think they would care about me being with them i don't know what you mean by fine ladies answered miss dalton with some vivacity if you mean women whose standard of ladyship is the world's point of view there are none with us but i have yet to find out that worldly culture and wealth can give us as perfect a lady as do the frequentation of the sacraments and the living of a good catholic life there are domestics in the sodality who have much better manners than their mistresses in fact the most vulgar people in the world i believe are the rich people who have not got quite used to their riches sometimes i have thought so myself i've often wondered that the women who school the conductors and make fusses on the street cars are always finely dressed i haven't regina money has brought in and developed the vulgarity and they are sufficiently educated to give it expression in the queen's english but to get back to the sodality oh yes i'll be delighted to join i won it too long ago but we were so poor and poor rose needed all we could earn but now i think i can oh don't bother about the money regina we prefer good sodalitists to good money though of course we need that too father mcnichols doesn't want any deserving girl to stay without because she is poor by the way how are you getting on with the book on the ring we want all the returns and by monday the raffle takes place on the following night that's a fact how careless and selfish i've been i filled my book long ago but my poor sister's death drove it out of my mind here she added pulling out the drawer of the table and bringing therefrom a package neatly done up in white paper here's the book and the money by the way couldn't you give me another book i want to work now from now till monday i'll give all my spare time to getting chances oh she broke out her eyes kindling it is such a lovely ring i'm almost ashamed to say it but i still want to win it you shall have another book tomorrow regina and don't forget to come to the next meeting of the sodality you shall be most welcome keep busy regina your sister is happy and wants you to be content i had father mcnichol say a mass for her yesterday regina had no words to thank miss dalton for this great kindness 
The tears came to her eyes as she pressed the hands of her new friend. Miss Dalton left her weeping, but happier than she had been since the death of her sister. End of chapter 4